The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a marvelous Monday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official star or the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. You, you don't like the word marvelous? Not today. Yeah, it's kind of a. Um, it's not marvelous. I don't, I don't know of another M word. <laughs> Maddening Monday? Murky. I do. But it's a murky Monday. Maddening? I do, but we can't say it on air. I was about yeah. to say, we, we can only say it's, certain things on murky. the airwaves. You wouldn't classify it today as murky. It's murky. Because there's so many questions, can't see what's ahead of you. you. Yeah, you got to look through some kind of slush and (laughs) work through it. No? Uh, Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's probably better than marvelous. All right, let me start over. Here we go in three, two, two, one. It is a murky Monday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys, here from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco, alongside Isaiah Stanback, Patrick No Sleep Walker. We've got Mm. Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I don't know. Ask the Georgia boy, man. He's getting ready for game day today. Yeah, you got a game, huh? You got I redemption do. We, today. We do have a game today. Um, and and I hope the Cowboys <laughs> use what uh what they what happened on yesterday, combine it with what almost happened to my dogs against mm. uh, against Ohio State. Do not play with your freaking food. Mm. My my Ooh. my dogs life flashed before their very eyes. Mm. They they heard all all season, and this yeah. is why, and you guys know from offline conversations, um, so many people, well, no, see, you know, no, your dog's going to run through everybody. Nobody's going to beat your dogs. Yeah. What, what was my reply to all of that? I said, yeah. stop, stop saying that. Yeah. Stop <laughs> saying it. Because so you say that Georgia had a warning shot. They smelled, the, they smelled themselves. They started oh. smelling themselves, and it almost ended. Oh, well, so let's, let's kind of transition that to the NFL then. Let's, yeah, let's transition let's. transition that into the regular season finale. The Washington Commanders take down the Dallas Cowboys 26 to 6. The Dallas Cowboys took down the Dallas Cowboys. No, oh, in, in Washington. Yeah. At what point are Either we going to say Dallas lost? They lost that game. Yeah. They they were bad. They lost. They were bad. Washington did what they needed to do. 26 to 6 was the final this score. This ain't the one to say it though. I'm saying, but if we're always going to say no, we're not always going to say. It. We're going to say when it you applies. Say a team just beat you. When, when it applies. Okay. So, so you're telling me that the Commanders were good enough yesterday? They, they, bro, the, their coverage they was incredible. Yesterday yeah. they did. Their coverage was all over the place. You had zero separation. You had a ton of pressure. I'm not saying they weren't. They didn't have their good moments. What I'm saying is, if the Cowboys play even remotely serviceable, yeah, but they did it. Your question to me, Isaiah, was when are we going to say that a team? actually defeated the Cowboys. Okay, Yesterday right. was what, not that day. Of the five losses, which game did Dallas get beat? Philadelphia. Okay. With a backup quarterback. With a backup quarterback. Philadelphia. They took the ball away Tampa? three times. Yeah. Okay. Tampa versus week one and week 18 are doppelgangers. It was the worst they, performances they, of the year. Right. Week one and week 18. No coincidence yeah. the Cowboys lost those particular games. So yeah. if you look at yesterday, for example, you start the game. Um, solid return by Cavante Turpin, callback because of the penalty on Tyler Coyle. And let's keep it to special teams. Brian Anger fumbles the snap, recovers, gets tackled. Uh, Washington gets the ball in the red zone. 
keep it to special teams. Kevontae Turpin, most his second point of the season, loses it. Washington recovers the ball in the red zone. And that's just special teams. Yeah. Then you go over and you look at the offense. You talk about the dropped pick by Kendall Fuller. Okay, well, let's try him again. Bad idea, Mr. Prescott. Pick six on the very next throw. And that is 100% accountable to Dak. And he knows it, has to own it, and he does own it. But the list goes on and on. Couldn't get the run game established. We talked about it in the preview. We said that this defensive front is one of the best in the league as far as the commanders goes, and you were going to have problems establishing the run. So then when you, if you did have that problem again this week, were you going to be able to pass the ball? Cowboys couldn't pass the ball, couldn't run the ball, nope. couldn't pass the ball. When you passed the ball, you made mistakes. Special teams were making mistakes. The defense was the only ones that showed up to play with the exception of the unbelievable struggles of Trayvon Mullen. And and we wanted to see we wanted to see what that that backup cornerback position looked like uh, opposite um, Bland and Diggs. And we know what Nishan could do, but they showed us Trayvon Mullen. They gave Mullen more snaps yesterday than they gave Nishan Wright because they wanted to see if he was viable in the playoffs. Well, now we know that he is not. Because from the penalties to you know not getting his head around, and then there was a DPI missed over the middle that would have been in the end zone, would have put the commanders on the one-yard line and flagged. Mullen did not have a good game. So now you know it's Nashawn Wright, and then we'll see who's backing up right between Alexander and some of these other guys. Xavier Rhodes is in the building. Big X is in the building. Former pro bowler, from uh, former two-time All-Pro. He gets it done. We'll see if he can get it done for the Cowboys. But all I'm saying is all of that is to be said, or is for this to be said. That game yesterday was absolute trash. <laughs> absolute trash. I'm proud of you. Absolute <laughs> trash. Oh, you, come I'm, on. I'm now. proud of you. You know that. I call it. I, I know I'm proud of you, you though. Because normally you wouldn't say that it was trash. Yeah, that game was trash. You would give a reason normally as to why they lost. Yeah, they I, lost. I did. I gave several. Yeah, because the Cowboys, what I said before Mike's went hot, and I didn't, mm-hmm. I'll change the word. The Cowboys pissed in their own bed and then rolled around in it for four quarters. That's basically what they did in Washington. And it, it needs to serve as a reminder it, of what's coming up. There's no more mulligans. There's no more if we don't get this right. Uh, okay, we'll we'll bounce back next week. No, you're watching the Tampa, and you play even remotely as, as poorly as you played in Washington, and you're fishing. Can't happen. Can't what do you happen. think, Isaiah? I think they, they showed what we expect of them at this point in time of the year. I mean, unfortunately. They are a team that you just don't know what you're going to get from week to week. And it sucks because when they're good, they're really freaking good. But when they play teams that they're supposed to beat up on, they don't. And it's very indicative of a – I would classify it as a mentally immature team in the sense that they're not approaching every game the same and they're not performing at the same level or above that level every week. And I know fans are probably tired of it. I, I just look at it as inconsistent ball. And they're going to have to have a, t- a complete 180. This is not the first bad game. I sat here last week, the week before, even though they were getting victories in some of those games, and I was still saying they're not playing good football. And people were like, oh, you're just hating. Okay, cool. They're not playing good football. <laughs> you call it what you want to call it. You can win the ball game and have an ugly win. It's still a win, mm. but it's an ugly win because you're this, the level of ball you're supposed to be competing at, and when you don't play to that level – you just fall into some victories just because you're more talented than teams. Mm-hmm. But when there's days like this, this is very indicative of what this team has been doing, putting down the film for the last six weeks. And it's very unfortunate. And you hope, but it is an H word, it's a hope mm-hmm. that they can turn it around because there's nothing that shows 
any level of consistency in any three facets of this team right now. And it used to be your defense. That's not the case anymore. We knew this is a defensively led team. Offense has not shown you much confidence at all in terms of what they're capable of doing on a consistent week-to-week basis. And then now it's rolled over into special teams. So at what point, what are you leaning on to give you confidence to say, this element of our game we know is going to be present every single week? We can rely on this to be present every week because that's that's what we're that's what we're laying our head on. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing. So everything now turns into hope. You hope that your team shows up and plays. No, you're exactly right. Because let's run it down. Let's go all the way top to bottom. If this was a team loss, much like the Cowboys have had team wins Correct. throughout the season, let's run it down. Who did their job right yesterday? Quarterback? No, not at all. Fourteen of thirty-seven. Sorry, guys. If you're if if you're a Dak fan, I'm a Dak fan. If you watch the game, then you know, know the answer is no. It's no. It's no. If even if you're a Dak fan and you 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 defend Dak, you're doing him a disservice by saying he's doing his job lately. He's not. 15 interceptions in 12 games is not acceptable. And then you come out and you throw 14 completions in 37 tries. Not going to get the job done, especially not against the Washington Commanders. Just wait until you face the Buccaneers, the 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, if you get a chance to get past Tampa Bay in round one. Running backs, did they do their job yesterday? No. No, they did not. 10 yards for for Zeke, 19 yards for Tony Pollard. Congratulations to hit 1,000 yards, but there's still a long way to go. Tight ends. No. Not at all. Offensive line? No. Not even a little bit. Jason Peters really struggled yesterday at left tackle. Connor McGovern had his lapses. I thought Zach Martin even struggled a little bit. The guy who you can rely on more than anybody, he even struggled and and let up a couple plays yesterday, a couple pressures. Defensive line? Maybe as close as you can get. Yes. I'd only, I think I would say a solid I'd neutral. Say, yeah. I would give it a neutral. I wouldn't even say a yes. I didn't look at that defensive line well, yesterday I, I, and say, wow, they, Sam Howell is under pressure oh, no, consistently. They, fair. They, it's not they the didn't, case. Yeah, they didn't go, obviously, they didn't go maul Sam Howell, but. Which they, they should have. Did they get back to the old ways? Well, I, I think they. Heck no. Okay. No. I don't think that they looked at Howell's Tar Heel tape and they somehow forgot that he has legs. He can run. He can run. And he took off and. and Burned him a couple times. But, I mean, there were certainly positives to take away from the defensive line. Chauncey Golston, for example, he stood out. Oso, Diggy Zua, he had some plays. Um, but as far – not defensive front. Even Osa's sack, that was Sam Howell blowing the play right. call. So, I, mean, I mean, he de- botched defensive the Defensive line, they were above average. We'll say – we'll, yeah. we'll give it a halfway. 151 yards given up on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Not good. Well, contextually speaking – when you're tasked as a defense with going up against that time of position because oh, your offense it. goes four and eighteen on third down. Plus one for one for three on fourth down. Yep. Four for eighteen. And unfortunately <laughs> we talk we talk about a guy like Trayvon Mullen and not to beat up on a guy, but the, the secondary as a whole and you know, sure the glaring light is on Trayvon Mullen, but because Sam Howell was able to extend plays, be it mm-hmm. with defensive pass interference and or big, you know, catches to Terry McLaurin because they kept targeting Mullen, that Stretch the field so you can't drop down and try to, you know, add that extra man in the box to stop the run. So, so yeah. So, there you go. Let's keep going. Linebacker. <laughs> no. Not at all. Damone Clark and you, Anthony LV. Brown did not play well. We miss you, LV. Or Anthony Barr, excuse me. And, and Damone Clark did not play well. Oh, Hankins. Yeah. Hankins. Yeah, they're going to need him back. Coming back. Coming back. Uh, corners. No. No. Jeez. Safeties. Hooker. Yes. He had the pick in the end zone. 
in he, the end he zone. Did his job took away points. Big way. And took then, away points. And what the offense do? He was out of position <laughs> on the the. He was out of position on the the huge completion to uh, Dotson number one with Mullen in coverage. Uh, that, that was, no, that one that wasn't with Mullen. Mullen. Okay. Mm-hmm. That one was with Nation in coverage. Okay, I saw one. There was a deep the, to other, the, the right deep one. He was also out of. That uh, was with McLaurin. Yeah, with yeah. Hooker in pursuit. McLaurin's big completion was with Mullen in coverage, and Hooker was was trying to get there his time. Yeah. So even then, you have a lapse. Kicker, <laughs> no, no, punter, no, Re- punt returner, yes. kick returner, absolutely not. So every single piece of this Cowboys roster has some sort of the blame. That is absolutely every single piece you cannot get past anybody and say all right man hey great job didn't work out for you today we'll see you next week we'll, we'll try and do better around you nobody zero everybody in that locker room has a chip on their shoulder right now because they were all bad all of them and i'm 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 the one that usually defends these guys you can't after that no, performance that, much like week 1 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> not so coincidentally, um, as we get ready to face them here in the next few days. It was, like you said, it was a total team loss. It, all three phases just went to hell. Um, and and that's, I mean, even Brett Maher, you know, you talk about Joey Sly missing his kicks, right? But Maher is Maher, and he missed a point after. And that that's really when you know you're in the, the twilight zone, where it's like, I don't know what's going on here, yeah. but it's going on. And this ain't pretty, so let's just try to get out of here whole. And, and then now the Cowboys, and, and kind of a quick news and notes tidbit, uh, Deron Bland, chest injury, he'll be evaluated this morning. He was in good spirits on the flight back. Um, a rumor floating around there right now is that that's just a coach's – that was a coach's decision. And I'm totally to keep fine with that. And, yeah. and I mentioned that in the updates on, so he on should the .com yesterday that it was most likely precautionary, but we'll get an update from my He came back in in the third quarter. Yeah, but – Because he mean, played a little bit. So, cool. But that – Combined with the fact that he was in good spirits on the plane, not good in the aspect yeah, of physically. smiling, <laughs> but good in the aspect of there, there wasn't any sense of concern on his face for whatever yeah. the injury might be. So it's not like he was being jovial on the plane or anything. You know, he just had a, you know, a, a not so downtrodden facial expression as if, oh my God, my season. So it wasn't that kind of vibe coming off him. So that's that's good news. We'll get mm-hmm. more update on Deron Bland, but I can't get over how, and Nick even put it. Very well when we walk into the locker room. He said, this this has been a full a full circle regular season. Mm-hmm. You you ended the regular season exactly how you started. Sans, you know, injury to Dak Prescott. But, yeah, you, you wet the bed in week one. You wet the bed in week uh, 18. And, and now the Cowboys, who usually – well, I'm not going to say usually. This season, 100% of the time, has responded very favorably to getting punched in the mouth – all we can do is look at that and say they have demonstrated was resiliency. Let's see it again because you got to have it now. I mean, hope. Yeah, it's 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 hope based on evidence because they're they've not suffered a two game losing streak. So it's not phantom hope. It's actual evidential based hope. They lost to Tampa Bay. Most people said the season was over. Wrap it up. It's done. Yep. We lost Dak Prescott. It's a wrap. Yeah. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals with Cooper Rush, and they went on a you know, four-game win streak before dropping to the Philadelphia Eagles. They lose to Green Bay. They maul Minnesota. See, now that that is what I'm expecting to see from the Cowboys. You, got, you didn't even necessarily get punched in the mouth by Aaron Rodgers, but the fashion in which you lost that game shouldn't have happened, 14-point collapse. Mm-hmm. You bounce back and you just destroy question. Minnesota Vikings. Let me ask you this question. Go, go for it. 
what aspect of the of the game of football mm-hmm. do you know for sure will show back up for the Cowboys next week? You you want to be honest? Absolutely, I do. Well, I know the defense is going to show up. Hell, they showed up yesterday until they got gassed. And Trayvon Mullen is not going to be, you know, CB2. Uh, it's going back to Nation Wright. So, I think so, show, de- so showing up means de- what? Defense is going to show up and do what you pay them to do. Get pressures, hopefully get some sacks, okay. uh, get some takeaways. They lead the league in takeaways. So I'm hanging my hat on the defense. Under 400 yards? Is that like the – I'm trying to understand, like, what is oh, – what, what, what would you constitute as, as yeah, doing their job and uh, showing up? Against Tom Brady and all the weapons. Oh, yeah. Well, give me give me showing up for me against Tom Brady and those weapons would be three sacks on Brady. Okay. Um, an interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, forced fumble slash fumble recovery. All those. Yeah, that's not – you're not asking a lot from a defense that's showing you it can do it. And I I didn't say – I'm just, I'm of, just trying, co- of course I would love six I, or seven I'm sacks. I'm asking this – Three I re- sacks. I asked this question because an, an you just don't know. So that's why Four I utilize the term hope. Facts. And nobody likes that term. Because hope is not a real, it's not a real thing. I hope I hit the lotto. It's not it's, a strategy. That thing's over a billy yeah, right now. I hope I hit true. that. You but know it's what relative. Because <laughs> what's what's been your success in I, playing I, the lotto I, before? I get it. <laughs> I get it. But you just okay. don't know with this team. Man. To go with your point though, going back to last year. Come on, I'm not going back to last red, year. Red, I am uh-huh. because the red flags were there all the way throughout <laughs> the year. We got to go back to history. We got to go back to history. You were no, twelve but, and five a year ago. We're talking about the right now and the next week. But, we, but, but any, those anything? who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And that, I'm trying to say that moving forward. Come on with it. Hold on. Don't get it off. Twelve and five last year. You had red flags all the way throughout. Where do those red flags rear their ugly head against San Francisco? That is correct. You have red flags all the way throughout this game, the this season in a 12 and 5 record. Great. Congratulations. You won 12 regular season games. Mm-hmm. You've got to limit the turnovers. You've got to find a way to run the football again. Yes and yes. And you got to find a way to get back to your identity defensively. All of those things haven't been working lately. So how can you sit here and tell me that it's going to all show up magically whenever you play one of the better teams you've played all year I'm long? I'm sorry, did I you want to run that back? Did I say it was all magically going to show up? You just told me the defense no, I, was going to have I what they had. I just told you that I expect. He asked me what do I expect? Which phase do I expect to show up of the three phases? Which do I most expect to show up? And you said Tampa, the defense. And I said the defense. That's okay. what I most expect to show up. Do you expect anything else to show up? I expect Dak Prescott to bounce back in the passing attack. Okay. I expect that to happen. I do expect the Cowboys to have a a difficult time establishing the run against the defensive Tampa front. front. Tampa yeah. front. I, I expect that to happen. Um, but I expect Dak Prescott to show me that he can bounce back as he's shown me in the past. My point being, I'm not saying it's magically going to show up any more than I'm trying to apologize for yesterday. Run the tape back. What did I call the outing from yesterday? I said it was trash. <laughs> it was I trash. said they peed in their own bed and then rolled around in it for four quarters. Yeah. That is what I said. It is That is all true. Gross. We just sat here and went position group by position group, and we failed most of them mm-hmm. and just gave an average grade to the defensive line. I agree. Those are my grades. They're all true. What's also true is there's evidence that the Cowboys have been punched in the mouth this season and have come back and have come back and won the very next game and go on runs more often than not. That is also true. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not apologizing for what happened because it's indefensible uh, against that Washington team. But I'm also saying we can't see, we can't look at the macro of what happened over the course of this season and a week ago talk about how McCarthy and this coaching staff has fought through adversity and losing Dak Prescott mm-hmm. and all these injuries and losing Hankins and losing Leighton Van Der Esch and losing Teron Smith before the season. Move a rookie first-round pick, Tyler Smith, the left guard, after not having him take any reps there in training camp. The list goes on and on and on. And still they find ways to not lose two in a row en route to a 12-5 and season. 
There is evidence there that this team can bounce back. So what I'm saying is that's what I expect to happen. That's what they need to expect and demand of themselves in no the doubt. locker room, in the meeting rooms, on the practice field every day this week. And when you get on that field against Tom Brady, you have a chance to not only bounce back from a, an embarrassing, nauseating loss against Washington, but to hand Brady his first loss against this franchise and possibly retire him in the process. I the like stage it. is set. Go do your job because we know you can do your job. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be this frustrated if I didn't think you were as elite as I think you can be. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like I, I would when I'm coaching and you know coaching little league and things like that. These are grown men, but coaching is coaching. Parenting is parenting. It's the same thing. If I've seen that you can be great, I no longer accept anything less than what you've shown me. Bottom line. And you've seen it. And I've seen it. If I, didn't see, if I didn't see it at any point this year, I would be sitting here saying, you know what? Ah, things are, things are, you know, go ahead and wrap it up. We're going to get blown out in Tampa Bay. I understand Isaiah makes valid points. You make valid points. Anyone who saw the game and actually watches film over the course of this season knows that there are valid points to be made for having concern about this Cowboys team mm-hmm. going into these playoffs. All of that is true. What's also true is anyone who's watched this season, watched the film from this season, knows that there's also a chance this Cowboys team might benefit from being punched in the mouth as much as we hate that they that it had to happen. That's what I'm saying. I hate that they lost that game in Washington. I hate the fashion in which it happened, but if it had to happen, if if the if week 18 had to be the sacrificial lamb to get to the promised land, then, <laughs> then cut the head off that goat, man. Cut the head off that goat. I've got a stat. That's going to back your point up here. And I've got a stat that's going to destroy the point at the same time, back and forth. I mean, depending on how you want to take it, perception is reality. I'm going to give it to you on the other side of the break. We're going to continue with more Talking Cowboys right after this. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone wants something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. 
Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. This is how we country. Country Music's Party of the Year is coming to Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. The Academy of Country Music Awards are always bringing you country music's brightest stars together under one roof. And no one does country quite like Texas. Witness history on May 11th. Get your tickets right now at SeatGeek.com. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. We've got our Black Rifle rolling. We've got the coffee flowing. We've got the energy here because the Woo! Cowboys fell 26-6 to in the regular season finale against the Washington Commanders. So I want to go back and talk about Patrick's point in that first segment and, and valid points across the board because, like I said, perception is reality right now where right now you can perceive this Cowboys team as they've got the weapons, they've got the talent. If they play their best football, the only team that can beat them is the star. Correct. And you saw that again yesterday. They can bounce back. Absolutely they can they can bounce back. And yesterday I put this out on Twitter actually for this point because there are six games from the start of last year that I have had as losses, six losses, that stick in the back of my mind. Okay. 2021 against Denver, week nine. Mm. Get blown out at home mm. against a bad Denver the team. The blueprint game. Week 12, which is Thanksgiving, against Las Vegas last year. Penalty, 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 penalties. And that was even an overtime loss. Mm. You should have won that game. You didn't. And then the wild card game in 2021 against San Francisco. This year, the three games are week one against Tampa Bay, week 15 against Jacksonville when you were up by 17, and now 2022, week 18, against Washington. The part of that stat that's going to go toward Patrick's point, what did they do in each of the weeks after all of those games? They won. Mm. They won every single one of the weeks after that. They were 6-0 and following those six games. Bouncing back like those were the games that stuck out in my mind as signature losses. Mm-hmm. Absolutely just did not play well. Performances across the board bad. They won all six games after that, which, to, to their credit, that's huge. So for everybody that's saying the sky is falling, let's tump, let's tap the brakes. They've got a game next week. No. You can say it next week if they lose. You can say the sky is falling. So well, tell me, Isaiah, then, from your standpoint as a player, how much do you have to rely on your own motivation? Because the motivation wasn't necessarily there in Week 18, no. but now it is. It's either win or go home. Your motivation can't be dictated upon the – the opponent that you're facing. That's first off. That's a fact. Okay. Then why is it? Or why does I it seem that way? I can't speak way. to that because I, I was not in locker rooms that that existed. Okay. So I cannot speak to that mindset. I can identify it. I can I can acknowledge it and say that that's <laughs> – I've played teams <laughs> that are that are wishy-washy and up, up sometimes, down sometimes, going with the tide, you know. But you got to remain steadfast as a, as a team, as an organization. you got to have the, the right mindset. And unfortunately, this team has not to date – they have not been a pinnacle of consistency in any facet of the game. I guess you could say special teams have probably been the most consistent out of out of all the units, and that fell apart yesterday. So my I can't speak to their mindset, but I can speak and say this is what needs to take place going forward. Yesterday was yesterday. I don't even know if they're going to review the tape. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't view the no, tape. They were watching it on the flight. I'm sure that yeah, but once you land, be done with it. Yeah, and that's yeah. yeah once you land, be done point. with it because yeah. now it's all about film study going forward. 
if you don't if you have to get up for a playoff game, you just should not be in the locker room. So I'm not even going to I'm not even going to project that anybody on the, on the roster has to get up for that game. I'm not going to put that out there because I don't think they have those type of competitors on this team. Yeah, I do think that collectively they they need to come together and figure out what the ultimate re, the realistic goal is for this team. It's easy for every single body to sit in the locker room at the beginning of the year when coach walks in and says we're going for the Super Bowl this year. We're going NFC Championship, then we're going, you know, we're, you know, we're going Division Championship, NFC Championship, and then we're going to win the Super Bowl. Everybody says it. Okay, cool. Rah rah. What's your realistic expectation? What what's the identity of your team? And you know, I talk about culture and identity a lot because when it comes down to the nitty gritty, like we just saw yesterday, like it matters. So when I ask the question, you know, to, to no see, not to not being a jerk, I'm just saying, like, what do you truly expect to, to that you know you can rest your head you're on? You're kind you're of gonna, a jerk. Yeah. I'm joking. What, <laughs> I'm what can you, you, you know teams you're that have, such a jerk, yeah. Isaiah. And I said on the postgame show yesterday, there are certain teams that have, that have an identity. He's not really a jerk. I'm just joking. Yeah. I mean, we watched everybody, everybody at home sat there and watched that Detroit and Green Bay game yesterday for the most part. And that team balled. One thing you know about Detroit is what? They're going to fight. They're going to freaking fight. They're going to bust you in the Identities. mouth. Identity. They're going to fight. That's their identity. It doesn't matter if they win or lose. You're mm-hmm. going to leave. You're going to leave limping. Everybody's not going back healthy. But that's the identity of a team, right? And there's certain individuals and certain cultures that are established. And I'm just waiting to see Dallas's. We know that Dallas is fully capable of being a freaking amazing team when they play all together. When they figure it out, when they when they come together and come to play, oh, they're they're a problem. And everybody knows that. Everybody in the league knows talent wise. Based upon their roster, based upon their coaching staff, the capabilities that, that Dallas possesses. But it's a mindset to go out there and put that on the sh- for, for show every single week. Mm-hmm. So you have to go back and watch a crap load of, of film. I mean, there is no video games. There is no TV. There's not even no reading. Okay, this is this, all your when you're on the toilet, you're watching film. When you when you should go you should go to bed falling asleep to film, wake up first thing you grab is your tablet watching more film. Like everybody has to be on one accord, and then you have to have meetings on top of meetings. I go back to our time on our, on our Super Bowl run, and we would have we would watch film like crazy. Then we would, we would have installed, and we have practice, and we have walkthroughs, and then we will come back, and and, and Eli would have a whole other film of the package that he had put together, and he'd bring all the pre- people who were going to catch a ball, and we would sit in a room, and we would watch film based upon from his perspective. And you would just, I mean, it was so much so that we were all on one accord so that the non-verbal communication was on one on one accord. All the install, everything that you were seeing, everything that I was seeing, we were all seeing the same exact thing. That's where this team has to get to within a span of seven days. And they just happen to have to do it against the best dude to ever touch the, touch the football field. Who's had his own share of struggles. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and here, here's what I'm interested in seeing. Um. <clears throat> You mentioned 2021. So let's talk about the back end of 2021 for for a quick moment. And, and as it relates to the back end of 2022, the seasons-wise. Cowboys went into Week 18 against the Philadelphia Eagles last season and just walked the dog. Yeah, they did. 50-plus points. Walked the dog. Everybody was feeling good. Everybody was feeling great from the fandom to the analysts to everybody inside the building. Feeling great, feeling wonderful. Going into the playoffs, 12-5. and five. On the heels of that kind of a win against a division rival, absolutely, let's go. And then what happened in the wild card? Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now, the exact opposite 
has now taken place. The Cowboys are still at 12-5, exactly what they were last season, but they're entering the playoffs having been punched in the mouth in Week 18. Okay. It'll be very interesting to see if they can flip the script. Maybe they were riding too high off of that 50-point bomb against the Eagles in Week 18. Went into uh, AT&T against the 49ers and thought, oh, we got this. They can come in with their boom boxes and whatnot. We're going to walk Oh. And I Uh-oh. oop. And I oop. <laughs> right? So maybe, and again, nobody wanted to see. And we all predicted this team would win in, in big fashion against Washington. Nobody wanted to see what we what, what we watched at FedEx Field on, on yesterday. That said, it will be very interesting to see. Because now we, we've seen the Cowboys going to the playoffs 12-5, and five, you know, hanging a 50 brisket. Is that what we're doing, 50 brisket? 50 brisket, yeah. We're hanging a 50 brisket on a divisional rifle. Well, now you're going into the playoffs. You're still 12-5 and five just like last season, but you're, you're missing some teeth. So now what are you going to do? Okay, let me just play ad- devil's advocate here, though. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> playing devil's advocate here. Yesterday, when you went into that game, you had everything still on the table. Mm-hmm. At kickoff, now, of course, that that left at at halftime, right? Mm -hmm. You had everything still on the table. Could have been the top seed in the NFC. Could have won the division. At least go into and and fallen in your favor. Exactly. The last game of the the 2021 season where everything mattered for the Cowboys or something outside of seeding mattered was Arizona Week 17. You got beat in that game. Mm, You got beat in that same game. So yesterday was the last game everything mattered. In the regular season, just so happened to be the last game of the regular season. You went into that Week 18 matchup against Philly, resting guys or talking about resting Mm -hmm. guys. Now, they didn't. They played in the first half, and then you won 51-26. So, I've I've always looked at that Philly game as false hope, fool's gold, because you didn't play in the game that mattered most against Arizona. The finale last year, correct as fool's gold because you 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 went into Arizona needing a win to improve your seeding. You could have been the two seed in the in the NFC at that point and you didn't win that game. Yesterday same thing. You went into it you needed a win to improve your seeding mm-hmm. and you didn't win it. So that's my that's, that's my fair. one devil's advocate no, point fair. there of that's talking fair. about you were riding high sure cuz you won 51-26, but was it really did it really feel the same, Isaiah, or was it again back to the hope that we're talking about? It's hope. It's, it's, it's always hope until you show me that you can consistently give me the same performance. Yeah. It's always hope. Mm-hmm. Always. And, and people look at it as a bad word. It is a bad word. It's just like saying somebody has potential. Because <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Dallas has the potential of showing up next week and, and, and smacking Tampa upside the head. They got the potential. Absolutely. But you don't have the Believe confidence it. in it right now. And anybody who says they have confidence in it right now is lying. Because you're hoping. Because you don't have any any work over the last five weeks to show that, yeah, these boys show up and they do this every single time. You don't. So if you don't know that, there's no coach that's going to pick a player that you don't know what they're going to get every single game. Okay, so here's devil's advocate. Okay. So now I'm going to play I'm going to piggyback, piggyback off Kyle. <laughs> devil advocate-ness. New word, go with it. Devil yeah, advocacy. It I'll, let, I'll let it work. Um I don't think hope is a bad word unless it's blind. Okay. Right? So I, I have to – I keep harping on the fact that there is evidence to support the fact that you should if, – if you choose to have hope, I can't mm-hmm. tell you if you should Absolutely. have hope or not. We just put the facts out there yeah. and you see it with your own eyes and then you determine decision. what Absolutely. you want to do. But if you choose to subscribe to hope, I choose to subscribe to hope. Here's mm-hmm. why I choose to subscribe to hope. Again – 
Cowboys have shown a proclivity to bounce back after losses this season. That's one. Two, you're getting Jonathan Hankins back. Hankins back for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're getting a key player and your defensive play caller in Leighton Van Der Esch mm-hmm. back. And there's a very good chance, keep put a pin in it, but there's a very good chance you'll get your starting center back mm-hmm. uh, for the Super Wild Card weekend. Combine those variables mm-hmm. into a, a cauldron, sprinkle in some coaching staff praise that we've okay. been giving okay. as far as overcoming adversity. Mm-hmm. And the hope is not a bad thing because, to me, it's not blind. If the Cowboys had shown you nothing to believe in, backed their way into the playoffs, mm-hmm. then you could probably say, you know what, I, okay, you could look at the Giants, for example, say, well, they backed their way into the playoffs that season, and then they went on the run, and there you go. You just got to get hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. Fair. But even that was closer to blind hope than anything because they backed in. They didn't look great on the back end of that season or for the majority of that season. This Cowboys team, which goes back to my frustration, this Cowboys team has shown that when they come to play and when they don't play down to the level of competition, they can beat every other team in the league. Now show me once again that you can take a punch in the mouth, get up off of the mat, but now the task is is more daunting because now everything's on the line against Tom Brady on his field. So, yes, degree of difficulty through the roof, exponentially I, higher. But the hope is not blind is what I'm saying. I, I, I like your point. I like your point. Um, and we'll talk more about this, Al, Thanks, obviously, as the week goes on. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> then I have to go, and I'm, I'm not – this is no set conclusion for me, right? I still have a ton more film to watch and a bunch of other stuff, right? Yeah. But as of right now. What's the strength of your team? What what portion of your team is a strength? It's supposed to be supposed your to be your deep. pass rush. It's supposed to be your pass rush. Your okay, defense. does Tom Brady hold the ball? No, he no. gets it out pretty quick. Okay, they get it out pretty quick. Okay. Um, where's the weakness of your team right now? Secondary. I know where you're going. Okay. That. Where's the strength of their team? Wide receivers. So as we're looking at this hope, and then we look at the matchup. Fair. Mm-hmm. Right, that's where my fair. mind's going with it. And I'm not, and again, I'm I'm not set on it. It's not Friday. I haven't said it with my chest yet in yeah. terms of yeah, where I'm going with it. I'm just looking at the reality. Right. Like, we're, the areas that we suck right now is the areas that they excel in. The portions that you think that you can usually take advantage of the game, you can't because he's not going to give you the opportunity to get there. Right, so you start looking at it and you start saying, okay, well, where else can we can we figure things out? Okay, well, we got to be able to run the ball. Well, they got some dudes <laughs> that kind of make it hard mm-hmm. to run the ball. Yeah. Right? And then you start looking at, okay, well, well we, we throw the ball on them, right? We got Kellen Moore. We got Dak. We got Dak. Mm. And you start thinking some of the decisions that are being made. So I hear you on the hope, but it's the same reason why you wouldn't put Re- Russell, Russell Westbrook on your, on your basketball team right now. Yeah. You know, you he's he showing you Russ, what he's capable Russ of. Russ catching some strays. Eh? But you know, but you know what he's capable of, right? You've seen it before. Russ is catching okay? strays. You, but I'm saying, but you've seen it before. You know what he's capable of. But he's not somebody that you're gonna pick on your roster right now yeah. because you're hoping that the old school Russell Westbrook shows up. Hope's not a strategy. I I understand the the hope from the beginning. I understand it not being blind hope as well. But you also don't want to be. You don't want to be negligent to what could come. Absolutely. Because the red flags are there. They're all there again, and they're waving right in front of your face, much like it did last year. We chose to ignore it and then went right into it. (laughs) Patrick's wearing the Georgia red today. Walking red flag. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, When we come back, 
We're going to wrap things up. Mm. We're going to turn the page a little early. Okay? Let's do it. It's playoff it. week. Please. You know? We're going to turn the page a little bit early. Go. This one, this one hurts. Now. It's it, win or go home yeah, next go week forward, against man. Tampa Bay. Right, right after we come back, you're on Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone wants something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. All right, guys, it's playoff week, and the boys need you. Cowboys Nation, show your team pride and support this postseason with the best gear in the league. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a Fanatics experience, and let's get rowdy. We don't know where it's going to be yet, but there will be a watch party, an official Cowboys watch party, either at the Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium or in the Tostitos Championship Plaza here at the Star in Frisco. It should be one of the two. And wherever it is, we're bringing it. Cowboys pregame live and postgame coverage will be live Ooh, from that spicy. watch party. So spicy. keep it ready. Keep, keep, uh, keep an eye out. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you all the information you need <laughs> yeah. to know. <laughs> back here with Patrick Nosey Walker. We've got Isaiah Stan back. Chris Beam in the back. There is some breaking Cowboys news, by the way. Uh, Broncos, as of mm-hmm. uh, 10 minutes ago, uh, a little bit more than that, yeah, Broncos right. have requested permission to interview Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn for their head coaching job. Per source, that is reports from Adam the Schefter. Broncos are talking to everybody. everyone. Yep. It's John Payton, Dan Quinn, everyone. D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking to everyone. D'Amico's already Check your waved, phone. D'Amico's already waved off that. Uh, me, they're going to call you next. D'Amico's already waved off that job in South Texas. He's yeah. like, I want no parts. He's like, no, thank you. Nobody no, no thank you. Play for that, dude. Yeah. All right. If you had to pick one area of improvement that you want to see from week 18 
to the wild card. You only get one. You get yeah. one card. Okay. Where are you going to play it? Where do you want to see the Cowboys in order to get a win against Tampa? Mindset. Not even a position. Group. Nope. Collective mindset. Okay. What would you want to see? I want to see a killer instinct. I want to, every facet of this game, these guys, every player that takes the field has to not only understand their assignment, execute their assignment, and be relentless in their approach to the game. That's what I need to see. That's what we have not seen across the board. Where does that start? Does that start at your coach? Absolutely. Start at your quarterback? It always, it always starts with your coach. But the only thing is your coach can't make players play. Okay. So it starts with your coach. He can he can have all the meetings he wants to. He can instill all the practice, you know, scripts and schemes and, and all, everything else. But at the end of the day, the, your players have to make the decision to go out there and be dogs. That was a huge talking point in the offseason. When mm-hmm. they were drafting, when they were adding free agents, we want to go out there and add dogs. We want to add guys that have that killer instinct, that have that secondhand mentality of we don't care who you are on the other side of the football, we're going to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen that over the last month and a half. They've been winning games. Great. They haven't been showing that. It hasn't been that killer instinct yet. The, the playoffs, you have to have an etch and sketch mentality. Wipe and repeat and That's go. It. Yeah. Every, every play that happens, ooh, that was nice. Okay, shh, shake it off. Next one. For me, okay. I'm, I'm not I'm not concerned with the mindset and the aspect of all season we've been concerned that this team has been playing down to its competition. Valid, fair. We've said it. We've seen it. We've criticized it. On the flip side. On the flip side, there are theoretically no bad teams in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm not worried about you playing down to your competition because you know what you're you know what you're up against. Sure. So here we go. Lock and load. But to answer your question, passing attack, passing offense. Okay. From week eighteen to Super Wild Card weekend, passing offense has to get it has to get firing. There were so many miscues uh in Washington. Uh and some of it, a good bit of it was accountable to Dak Prescott. You saw some errant passes. I remember one in particular to Schultz that kind of sailed over. That would have been a first down over to the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also in the passing attack, uh, talk about the miscue to Ezekiel Elliott out on the screen. Zeke didn't even know the ball was coming his way, so he didn't turn around. Um, and Zeke can make that play, but I wonder why Pollard wasn't there. So kind of looking at Kellen Moore for that one. Uh, T.Y., one of the more shorthanded pass catchers in the history of the game, two drops I registered. Mm-hmm. And one of those was on the, the big third down play where, you know, he had to climb the ladder, hit him right in the hands, mm-hmm. right? Passing attack. That means the quarterback, Dak Prescott, has to play cleaner football, has to make better decisions. I'm not saying... Oh, you picked two. That's two. No, that's two. That's, no <laughs> passing attack. He did say like passing a, attack. Yeah, this, is, this is all passing attack. This is all passing attack. And like I said... In you took you took an umbrella with the question, <laughs> too. <laughs> so he can take, a, take an umbrella. All, oh, he took more than an umbrella. He took the whole tarp. <laughs> took the whole team. He put the tarp over the field. He put the tarp right. over, the, over the building. But no, for me, it's passing attack. Dak Prescott, not saying uh, anyone needs to neuter him. We said that last week. That's not what we're saying. But be smarter with your decision-making. Yeah. Make better throws than what were made in Week 18. On the opposite side of that, receivers, get your hand on the ball, catch the ball. Because those possessions are going to count in a big way against Tom Brady. Because all he ever needs is you to give him one more sure. possession than you should have. Yeah. You've so. lost five games this season. One to Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. One to Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. One to Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence, who's on fire and now a playoff team. Sam Howell, 
added added his name to that list with the Washington Commanders. But the first one that handed you a loss could also be the mm-hmm. one that hands you your final loss, and that's Tom Brady. Oh Monday Night Football, 7.15 Central Time kickoff coming up next week. We've got an entire week of shows to preview it and to break it down. Tomorrow, I just exercise this demon, man. The power of Jimmy compels you! <laughs> Okay, we are going to open up the phone lines tomorrow. Yes. Give us a call, 888-855-2297. We'll get started 9 a.m. Central Time tomorrow. It's a talking Tuesday. We want to hear from Cowboys Nation. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. We'll see you tomorrow with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!